ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service. family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White III, President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 546. where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single, true, non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, my beloved, we're reading First Kings chapter 9, verses 25 through 28. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for the honor and the privilege and the pleasure to read your holy word. <clears throat> and now with others. And Holy Father God, I pray that you grant us your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, your freedom and your liberty and the power of your Holy Spirit, your unction and your anointing of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to understand it and to apply it to our lives. To love it more, to cherish it more. Pardon me, Lord, and to obey it more, to live by it, and to apply it to our lives, and to teach it more, preach it more, and preach your holy gospel. And we pray that lost souls would be saved, and that Christians would be revived, and your holy name glorified, and Jesus Christ exalted. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray and for his sake. Amen.
And Lord, thank you for reminding me to pray for the people in Uvalde, the families, the fathers, and the mothers that who are devastated beyond measure. And Lord, as you know, after his wife was shot and killed, you know about the gentleman who had who died of a broken heart. And left, they both left four orphan children. Lord, as you know, this is a tragedy upon a tragedy, tragedy upon a tragedy. <clears throat> so, Lord, comfort these children, comfort these families as only you can. Lord, draw them to yourself for salvation. Open blinded eyes and unstop deaf ears. In Jesus Christ's name, we do pray and for his sake. Amen. <coughs> Pardon me. Ladies and gentlemen, men and women, boys and girls, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. 1 Kings chapter 9, verses 25 through 28. And the Holy Bible reads, And three times in a year did Solomon offer burnt offerings and peace offerings upon the altar, which he built upon, rather, which he built unto the Lord. And he burnt incense upon the altar that was before the Lord. So he finished the house. And King Solomon made a navy of ships in Ezion Geba, which is beside Eloth, on the shore of the Red Sea, in the land of Edom. And Hiram sent in the navies, his servants, shipments, shipmen, rather, sorry, pardon me, and Hiram sent in the navy, his servants, shipmen that had knowledge of the sea with the servants of Solomon. And they came to Ophir and fetched from thence gold four hundred and twenty talents and brought it to King Solomon. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
all I can say is I praise you and I thank you for the impact of your holy word in my heart, mind, soul, and spirit. Lord, I pray that you will save those who are lost. Open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears, even though they're religious and the irreligious too. Save their souls and change their lives. For your glory, praise, and honor. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus. family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, <coughs> service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. My beloved, this is episode number 143. <clears throat> Pardon me. We are at Psalm 16.4 in the treasury of David. Their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another god. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer nor take up their names into my lips. The same loving heart which opens towards the chosen people is fast closed against those who continue in their rebellion against God. Jesus hates all wickedness and especially the high crime of idolatry 
The text, while it shows our Lord's abhorrence of sin, shows also the sinner's greediness after it. Professed believers are often slow towards the true Lord, but sinners hasten after another God. They run like madmen where we creep like snails. Let their zeal rebuke our tardiness. Yet theirs is a case in which the more they haste, the worse they speed. For their sorrows are multiplied by their diligence in multiplying their sins. And Dr. Matthew Henry pithily says, they that, multiply, they that multiply gods multiply griefs to themselves. For whosoever thinks one little g-god too little will find too, too many. Go ahead, Matthew Henry. And yet hundreds, not enough. The cruelties and hardships which men endure for their false gods is wonderful to contemplate. Our missionary reports are a noteworthy comment on this passage, but perhaps our own experience is an equally vivid exposition. For when we have given our heart to idols, sooner or later, we have had to smart for it. Near the roots of our self-love, all our sorrows lie. And when that idol is overthrown, the sting is gone from grief. Moses broke the golden calf and ground it to powder and cast it into the water of which he made Israel to drink. And so shall our cherished idols become bitter portions for us unless we at once forsake them. Our Lord had no selfishness. He served but one Lord and served him only. As for those who turn aside from Jehovah, he was separate from them, bearing their reproach without the camp. Sin and the Savior had no communion. Allow me to repeat that. Sin and the Savior had no communion. He came to destroy, not to patronize, or be allied with the works of the devil. Hence he refused the testimony of unclean spirits as to his divinity, for in nothing would he have fellowship with darkness. We should be careful above measure not to connect ourselves in the remotest degree with falsehood in religion, even the most solemn of popish rites, we must abhor 
their drink offerings of blood will I not offer. The old proverb says, it is not safe to eat at the devil's mess, though the spoon be never so long. The mere mentioning of ill names it were well to avoid, nor take up their names into my lips. If we allow poison upon the lip, it may ere long penetrate to the inwards, and it is well to keep out of the mouth that which we would shut out from the heart. If the church would enjoy union with Christ, she must break all the bonds of impiety. and keep herself pure from all the pollutions of carnal real worship, which now pollute the service of God. Some professors are guilty of great sin in remaining in the communion of popish churches, where God is as much dishonored as in Rome herself only in a more crafty manner shall we pray holy father god in heaven i cannot thank you enough as you know lord i just told my wife that this is such a great pleasure every day and I thank you for not only the pleasure, but the privilege. Even though sometimes the devil fights it very hard. Thank you for the privilege. Thank you, Lord, for the honor. And thank you for the peace and the joy and the pleasure of being able to do this in your sight, not only with my family, but with others. And so, Lord, have your holy word to find a lodging place in our hearts and help us to meditate on it all day long and help us to pray without ceasing, yes, even on this Friday. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. We now move to the family verses. I know the world hates the family verses. I know that the worldly church hates the family verses. But the family verses are good for the family because God is over everybody. And so therefore he commands everybody to do right by him. The wife, who in many churches, in many regions of America and even the world, has gotten away with murder. And 
God is still crying out, Adam, where art thou? Husband, where art thou? Where, where art thou? And do you know where your wife is? The family goes better God's way. The wife cheerfully, joyfully, submitting to her husband. It goes against the devil. It goes against the devil in you. It goes against the flesh. Many men have, uh, their minds are so messed up now, they believe it's right for the wife to be in charge, the mother and the wife to control everything in the household, including them. And the children to obey the parents, and the husband to obey God. That's the way things ought to be, my beloved. And uh, prophets have suffered great trouble down through the years for preaching the whole counsel of God uh, all the way into the New Testament. John the Baptist got his head cut off. Jesus Christ was murdered by his own brethren. Paul was put in jail for preaching the gospel and died from jail. And so, you prophets, you 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to the homosexual bell, you keep on preaching. You stand for God in this sin-cursed world, just like they reject, rejected Jeremiah, they rejected Isaiah, they rejected John the Baptist, they rejected Jesus Christ our Savior, they have rejected God Almighty, and they rejected Paul. They rejected Peter. They even rejected John. And so, get used to it. Keep your head up. Keep on praying without ceasing. And do God's will. Don't compromise just because people don't like it. You are serving and performing, if you will, before an audience of one, God Almighty. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3, children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And so, let's look at verse 1 for today. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. If you have been blessed with parents who are saved and who know the Lord, you are blessed indeed, children. For this is right. And if you obey your parents, there are blessings. If you honor your parents, there are blessings built in. Which is the first commandment. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment. With promise. Built in blessings if you honor and respect and obey your parents. 
Verse 3, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. My two oldest daughters dropped by this past weekend. I, when I helped them to move into their apartment years ago, which they gave me the privilege to do, and the honor to do, and I even picked out the apartment and uh, for them to move into together. They had both uh, done a wonderful job uh, being obedient to their father uh, for all of the years I had the privilege of raising them. And uh, they did what I told them to do ministry-wise, family business-wise, school-wise, they excelled, family-wise, and guess what now? She drove up in a beautiful Mercedes-Benz, and when I told them that, uh, that, that, that's this past weekend, when I told them, uh, when I helped them to move into the place when they left my house, I told them they were going to sleep on the floor and, you know, do a minimalist kind of lifestyle and kind of build up. I said, no, go get yourself a nice bedroom set right off the bat. I will help you. And uh, we did that. And they, they, uh, they, had, they gave me the privilege of helping them to pick uh, their bedroom sets and to make sure that they had that. Uh, and, uh, because, and I told them this, you're not a prophet. You don't have to live like a prophet. God has already built into me that I don't care for material things. And, uh, so, uh, they worked hard and have a beautiful house and, and uh, uh, and she drove down to where I live in a new black Mercedes. Why? Because she has always been an obedient daughter. Not perfect. Didn't like everything I told her to do. And but she 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 came around and she did it. And God has blessed her tremendously. And my daughter Danita with her as well. They have their own cars and nice house and so forth. I uh, was so proud. And I give God all of the glory. And uh, God has blessed her too with money and and means to even help her siblings get on their feet. I did my part in raising them virtually by myself. My wife, Marika White, just simply did not rise to the occasion and got behind in that area. And, as I reminded them this past weekend, 
my oldest daughters basically raised, helped me raise their siblings. That's the truth. And, uh, and I have tried, I have done all I could to let them be footloose and fancy free and raise the other children even to uh, closer to the ages that they, when they left, uh, so that they can go out and excel as well. My son is excelling. He graduated from college. And for a young black man, that's uh, very important. And uh, he's doing great. And, and all three have supported me in the ministry down through these years. And they've been blessed by that. And so we give God all of the glory and the praise for that, and I pray this for your children, that it may be well with thee, your children, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And that being well with thee means, too, the children don't have to come back to you and stay with you and get money from you. My children, my oldest children have never had to do that since they've been gone. Uh, I've never had to go and get them out of trouble or anything like that. Glory be to God. I want the same for your children. If you want that for your children, do it God's way, my dear friend. Don't do it your way. Stop doing it the American way. The American way does not work, my beloved. It messes up your life. It messes up your family. It messes up your children's lives. I've been warning, listen to me, I've been warning people for years, get your children out of the public school system. It is a hellhole. The government does not like for me to say that. Uh, some people in the church who are wrapped up in the public school system and they get their money from the public school system and they love the glorified babysitters at the public school. That's right. Many of these Women who are mothers, they have, they, they, from the cradle to the grave, their babies are someplace else besides with them. Beside them, rather. There will never be a crisis in America regarding formula because the best formula comes from God through your breasts, honey child. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, they're going to, you know, they're trying to get me. Oh, yes, they're trying to get me because I preach like this. I'm trying to set you free. I'm already free. I had my wife to breastfeed all of our children. We never, I never gave my children any formula. And they never been to the doctor for ear aches and ear, whatever, the ear infection and all that mess. And, and teeth rotting out of their heads and all of that. We never had those problems. We never had those expenses either. Which is common, according to the American way, from your children drinking Similac, and you don't even know what it is. And it's not best milk, I can tell you that. And, 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 and the question has been raised, why do we drink cow's milk? We're not cows. That's why we're so fat. Eating cow ice cream, cow, cow drinking cow milk, and all of that, cow yogurt, and everything like that. We're not cows. 
we're not animals. And that's why you, 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 you fed as a house, eating all the cow uh, products. The devil is a lie. Okay? And that's why some of your children reject cows. They're not, they're not cows. That's why you can't feed it to them. Their bodies can't take that. Their bodies can take and will take without a problem breast milk. And I, I have said it before. I'm going to say it now and I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for it. Women have, many women of today and in the American way, they love their breasts for uh, attracting a man. And so they falsely and with great fakeness uh, if that is a word alter their breasts. Little girls have done it down through the years by putting tissue in their bra and now women are going and getting multiple alterations of their breasts. Instead of feeding their children with their breasts. And I believe with all of my heart because you've used, many women have used their breasts for the wrong reason. They don't want to hear this in an American way. They don't, nobody wants to hear this. They want me strung up. They want my head. But this is the truth. I believe with all of my heart. That's why we, we've had an explosion of breast cancer and other kind of female cancers. Because, see, you people do not understand. When you alter something that God made and you don't do uh, what God made uh, your body to do, <clears throat> and you do something else with it that you're not supposed to do, God made you the way he wanted you to be made. And I, I have news for you women. Contrary to what the devil has told you, and contrary to what Kim and Kendall and everybody else has told you, men don't want these fake bodies. Girls, I'm telling you, they don't want these fake bodies. God made your body in a certain way. Honey child. <laughs> And you need to use your body for the reasons God made it for. Whenever you alter what God has made and you mess it up, by doing so, it's going to bite you late on down the road. Some women have had so many uh, nip and tucks and plastic surgery, they look like cartoon characters. It's a shame before God. And honey child, let me tell you something. Whatever you get them with, that's what you better keep them with. And if it doesn't jiggle like it should, you're not going to keep that man with you, honey. I'm telling you right now, no man, no man I know wants a fake woman. Fake eyelashes. Cut off the eyebrows that God gave you and paint some more. This is all normal action. Normal activity among women today in the American way and around the world. 
You might you might be good for one night, honey. But not for a wifey. No, no, no. No, no man wants a, a fake wifey, man. So you do as you please. I'm trying to help you. Okay? You do as you please. But let me remind you of this once again. Do it God's way. All the way. Every day. And everything will be alright. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with the promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Pardon me. So let's pray for other families to do it God's way. Many are not. But hopefully by teaching God's word and preaching God's word, some will. Some will. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and thank you so much for this time together around your holy word. Help children and young people, Lord, to uh, obey their parents and honor their parents as we as adults should obey you and honor you. For their blessings involved and blessings built in. And I thank you for those blessings, Lord. And Holy Father God, I do pray for the salvation of families that are lost. Christians who are saved, revive them again and help them to do family life your way. And Holy Father God, help them to obey your holy word and its good. And Lord, we pray now, Lord, for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving around the world. We pray, Lord, for all Christians who name the name of Christ. Help us to repent of our sins of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. For Jesus Christ's sake. Please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures. And wash and cleanse our souls in the precious blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow and help us to truly repent and change our wicked ways and do what you told us to do from the very beginning. And Holy Father God, we also pray that you'll help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to give back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, I pray for all people in the government ministry. From the president on down to the police officer around the world. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And Lord, we pray that you will save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. Cast out the demons of hell out of those who are not saved and who are demon-possessed, cast out the bad ones, keep the good ones, and Lord, help them to keep uh, peace in the city and in the community.
And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, please protect and provide for all of your persecuted Christians across this country and around the globe. Lord, we pray that you would grant them your grace in their trying hours and in their dying hours as well. And Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ as well. Lord, for all of the people who are suffering because of the coronavirus plague and other plagues around the world and wars and shootings, comfort them as only you can, especially in your all day today and in Buffalo and around the world. But we pray for a few by name. We pray for the family and friends of Wisconsin firefighter Frank Sanchez, Jr. Pray for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Flor C. Rossells. We pray for the family and friends of Arizona resident Hilda Pescura. We pray for the family and friends of Missouri resident Sarah Barty. And we pray for the family and friends of Missouri resident Mona Fort. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Holy Father God, as we continue in prayer, we do pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Missouri resident Mona Fort. And we pray now, Lord, for all prayer requests. And we thank you for the thousands of folks who have sent in prayer requests down through the years, and we include all of them in this prayer. We pray, Lord, for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings, Lord, upon them all. And, um, and even though, Lord, we uh, choose not to call all of their names out once again and bring up their specific prayer requests, Lord, we pray that you would continue to meet every need and good desire that they have if they are choosing to be obedient to you. And Lord, we pray that you would protect them all from the coronavirus plague and other plagues if they are willing to confess their sins and repent of their sins. We pray now, Lord, for new prayer requests. We pray for uh, Pastor Bushibi. We pray uh, for the babies who were dedicated to you, Lord, to be raised up in the way of the Lord by their parents and to be taught by the Lord himself. And Lord, uh, we pray uh, according to Pastor Bishibi in his praise report and prayer requests. Please bless Pastor Patrick and his wife, Jennifer, who are over the new church in Nairobi, Kenya. Bless them with a good report. 
and from the meeting in Saroti. Thank you, Lord, for Timothy and Melanie's recovery. Thank you for hearing and answering prayers. Please heal them completely without surgery. Deliver them from economic hardships. Bless them with peaceful elections. Bless them with church construction and financial resources for open-air gospel crusades. Bless them as they fast and pray. Lord God in heaven, we pray for Miss Vicki. Please heal Christy Carson, a nurse who is in heart failure after giving birth to twins. And Holy Father God, we pray for Kaijo, for her son-in-law to serve you in Florida and everywhere he goes. We pray, Lord, for the people who have trusted your Savior in their lives. We pray for Matt uh, we to we. We pray for Johanna or Yoni, uh, John and Margaret. We pray for those who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. Help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you uh, through the preaching of the whole counsel of God through this ministry. We pray, Lord, for Francis, Ngozi, Handamivi, and Joji. We pray for Marie. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in, uh, your, uh, in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, it's been good to be with you. Thank you for being with me. And we give God and Jesus Christ all of the glory. We'll see you next time. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ, God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, God gave up his only begotten son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our uh, taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ, should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner. And I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and Lord, I, don't, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. 
Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to truly repent of my sins past. And to truly repent of my sins present. And to turn from my evil life. And to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible, that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10, verse 9, uh, and this is what the book title is based on. I am the door, Jesus Christ said. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer.